Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com slash shop. is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Flap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Welcome to the program, TW60 Press Row. However, you may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Now back on Live 365. We are glad you're here. Find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resorts. It's Jeff and Nicole here with you. Good morning. It, uh, it feels like sort of a homecoming back on Live 365. It's been a few years. Yeah. Yeah. This is the OG where it started. Or where it, it was for a good while. Right, yeah, really for a long off. while. When yeah, things really yeah. took off. It was. Yeah, it's where it was when I started listening. Just to kind of, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into details and, and try to explain to you guys. We, we've had to make a lot of moves within the last week. Um. Some stations have continued to play. Others have been uh, not playing, and we're working on those as best we can. And we're doing everything we can to keep the lights on at Sorcerer Radio. That's that's the thing. Um, DJ Sorcy is going to join me at the end of the month, and he's going to talk about this during the show. Because uh, I asked him last week. I said, look, when are you going to come on the show and, and, and kind of explain everything to everybody? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want to do it right now until we get a majority of this stuff taken care of. But at the end of the month, that's when we'll do it. Cool. So is the end of the month next week? I think so. Yeah, I think it it, it might be. That's what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. Let me double. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next okay. week. Next week. I th- so I guess next week <laughs> is what I'm guessing. It might be next week. Might be the week after. We'll see how things are going. But. As of right now, you know, the main channel being on uh, Live 365 and everything. Apparently doing really, really well. Live 365 is very impressed with Sorcerer Radio. And uh, we're on the homepage. Yeah. Listed as one of the top stations on Live 365 right off the bat, which is absolutely fantastic. And the reason for that is because of you guys. Oh, yeah. Listening to Sorcerer Radio all day long. And you have, you've made yourselves known on Live 365. Hey, we're back and we're back with a vengeance. Yeah. We're here to provide some great entertainment for everybody and some great Disney music. And Live 365 is loving it. Mm-hmm. They really are. So uh, we really do want to thank you uh, for sticking with us through every little thing that's been going on for this past week or so. The moving pieces and, you know, DJ Sourcey is... I, I feel for the guy. He is working his butt off. Yeah, tirelessly. He is. Uh, he has sent me a lot of text messages over the last month or so, a little bit longer, Yeah. Uh, when all this stuff started to come up. And uh, he, he he's had some very rough days, but it is all paying off in the end, and it's looking good. We're moving forward, and we're just going to keep doing that. So thanks to all the listeners for that. Yes. We really appreciate it. Stick in with it. But uh, we are glad that you're here to find out what's happening at the Walt Disney World Resorts, whether you're listening uh, on Sorcerer Radio Live or you're listening to the podcast version of the show. We're definitely glad that you're here uh, to check that out. What I want to start with this week is some interesting information that we got from Epcot. 
and Imagineer uh, Jason put this video out about these new points of light fixtures that are supposed to be put onto Spaceship Earth. Now, if you look at Spaceship Earth, you get real close to it. You see all these panels that are on there. Triangles. Yeah. And, and they come together at one point mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. Well, they've, they've made these little fixtures, points of light, that they want to kind of put into those little holes mm-hmm. covering Spaceship Earth. And it's, it's, it's going to create this, like, starry effect of a grid or, or it's not, I don't know. It's yeah, hard to describe. Yeah, the lights are going to connect. Like, yeah. there's going to be light traveling through, like, the grooves or, like, the channels of, of the outside of Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Very, very interesting. But the thing was, when I saw these points of light fixtures, immediately my mind went to Dollar Tree Yeah. for the little stick-up lights you can put in your closet that you just, you know, hit the button. Yeah, they like pop on and pop off. Pop on and pop off. Yeah. And I started thinking in my mind, this is going to give a lot of people some great ideas at home. Yeah. To just put a lot of these on their wall, do... uh, Maybe some types of design, maybe something Disney or inspiration from what Disney Imagineers are doing at Epcot. Well, and these you know. these points of light that they're using on Spaceship Earth are they're one they were designed by Imagineering. So there's light at the top, and then around the band that goes around the side, there's also other points where light will come out the sides of each point of light. Isn't that cool? And that's what's going to connect. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this. I'm loving these changes. That they're making at Epcot. We were watching Michael K. earlier. I was. I can't remember what you were doing. He brought up an interesting point. What? What is it? You're laughing. <laughs> yeah. Quietly. I, I mean, I'm, I'm probably cooking dinner. Or I don't remember what you were doing when, when I was watching this. I don't remember. But I found it the, an interesting thing that he said. It made me think. Mm-hmm. That these new changes that we're, we're seeing for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Is this new illumination on Spaceship Earth going to stick around after the 50th is over? Yeah, they said it is. They said specifically Disney. Zach Ridley said that it will stay after the 50th. I'll be surprised if that actually happens. I don't know. I think it will. I don't know. I don't have my phone or I... Disney has said a lot of things in the past and they've changed their mind. And done something else. You know this as well as I do and listeners as well. Yeah. So I don't take what they say at 100%. One Imagineer saying it's going to stick around. Does it actually happen? Hmm. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, they did say it was supposed to stay. So. Hmm. Interesting. Speaking of different colors and, you know, things getting ready for the 50th anniversary. We all know what the Ticket and Transportation Center looks like at the Magic Kingdom. It's had some interesting colors over the years. Mm-hmm. Well, for the 50th anniversary, apparently Disney is wanting to change the colors of the Ticket and Transportation uh, Center. Cool. Now, you know what the new signs as you enter the park, uh, the enter the resorts for Walt Disney World, they change those up. Mm-hmm. New color scheme and everything else. They have taken a water fountain over by the monorail there at the TTC and painted it the same colors as those arches. Oh, like a drinking fountain. Yeah. I was like, where is there a water fountain? Yeah. I'm thinking like a like a fountain, like a oh. like a display. Is that a, is that a northwest and other part of the country thing where we call it a water fountain, you call it a drinking fountain? I don't know, maybe. I've always called it a water fountain. Not a bubbler. A bu- I've never heard bubbler before. Yeah, it's like a think yeah. North Michigan, Wisconsin, I think up there. Oh. Um Yeah, I never heard that before. But I was thinking like a like a fountain of nations, like fountain. Of oh, no, like, no. Where is there a fountain? <laughs> Water fountain. Yeah. Um, yeah, some people do call it a drinking fountain. But they, they did. They colored it the same color as those uh, you know arches mm-hmm. as you enter the, uh, the property. And I guess they're kind of testing it out, seeing how it looks in that area. Yeah. And eventually, the entire TTC is going to look like that for the 50th. And, That's cool. And past. Because right now, we've got you know the greens yeah, and the yellows. Say, like, primary colors. Yeah. Pretty much gray, a lot of gray. Yeah, a lot of gray. Yeah, but this lo- it looked pretty good. I was I was impressed, and I think a lot more of those colors are going to be popping up probably in different areas of the Walt Disney World Resort. We did. Speaking of the fiftieth, we're going to stick around on that 
just a little bit. It's going to be kind of a, a thing for the next couple years. If Disney releases more information, of course. Uh, <laughs> those uh, decorations for Cinderella's castle have already started. Okay, so you know what they look like to me? Okay. Those like pieces of like sugar flowers that you get at the grocery store in the baking aisle. You like stick no. on. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's what they remind me of. They just look like cake decorations. Cake decorations. Like the one that Icing. they that they showed that's like on the side of the it just looks like it's like stuck onto the side of the castle. Maybe it looks like garland or, or drapery like it's supposed to from farther away. But the uh-huh. picture they shared where it was up close, it looks like cake decorations. Just to be specific with everybody, okay? Cinderella Castle is not being changed into a birthday cake. It is not. Okay. Not, it's not going to be uh, pink. On purpose. You know, it's it's not going to be with icing and pieces of candy on it and sprinkles. Or <laughs> what, what did we call them last week? Jimmy's. I, Jimmy's. <laughs> Heck yeah. There's some other people in the uh, Discord chat called them something di- different. And some people up northeast have never called it that. Non per, non perels, another word for something like that. I, I can't remember. Jimmy's. But yeah, Cinderella Castle is not being turned into that. These are just you know simple decorations. Uh, just to you know for the fiftieth. That's all it is. But they look like you know drapes to me. I don't think they look like icing. I like them. Well, it's like this certain type of like they come in like a like on a piece of cardboard. They're covered in like a clear plastic, but they're these little like pre-made sugar flowers that you get in the grocery store to like stick on a cake. Yeah. That's what they remind me of. Hmm. You can find pictures on uh, various websites out there, so go check it out. Looks pretty good. Be excited to see when it's finally done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we when we saw the castle from in pictures, we're like, eh. Then we saw it in person, and we're like, okay, I do like it better. I like it better in person. No, the color scheme? Yeah. I did, see, I didn't. No. I talked about I said that in the vlog. I'm just, I'm still just not sold on the new color scheme for the castle. Well, when you've seen it one way for the last 50 years. Since 1984. Yeah. Well, I mean, the park as a whole, like pictures and everything. Yeah, I'm not talking about me, though. Oh, yes. You've seen it one way. You know, you're literally your whole life. Yeah. To see something different, it's going to take a while to get adjusted. It's going to take more than one trip. Right. I guess we'll just have to go back. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Terrible. Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resorts announced that it's going to hold a spring version of its food and wine classic. It's going to happen on April the 17th. It's going to be a one night limited ticket event featuring unlimited food and beverage tastings. Some live music as well. This is actually oh, cool. sounding pretty good. It's going to run from 5.30 p.m. until 8 p.m. and includes 12 food stations and more than 50 beverage selections. Wow. I know, right? Which include theme stations like the Beer Garden Chinatown, uh, Pig in the Poke, uh, Luau-inspired Luau Pig in the Poke, plus dessert from Executive Pastry Chef and World Pastry Chef Champion Laurent Brandlert. I don't know who that is, but must be good. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, tickets are $125 per person. I think you're getting what you pay for. Oh, yeah, that's all you can eat Yeah, drink. That, that's a lot. Yeah. Now, there are overnight packages, which start at $400, which include event access for two adults. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Not bad. If you want more information on this, tickets are now on sale. Head over to foodandwineclassic.com or you can call 888-828-8850. Once again, that's 888-828-8850. Of course, health and safety protocols are going to be in place and will be followed. That is going to include the mandatory temperature checks. There's going to be plexiglass walls for food service, touchless menus. You will have to wear that face covering including those individuals who have been vaccinated, you still have to wear your face covering as well. Mm-hmm. Except when eating or drinking while stationary. Same rules apply. The law of the land. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days, one of these days, I would like to go to the Food and Wine Classic. 
I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yes, and I want to stay at Swan and Dolphin. Because apparently we don't review food enough. No. Yeah, so we need to review food more. So I guess we need to go more food events or food things. I'm down for it. You know, that was according to somebody else. Orlando Sentinel has talked about the Bright Line train passenger service from Orlando International Airport to Disney Springs. They're constructing the high-speed rail connecting South Florida to Orlando and then on to Tampa. But right now, the company is finalizing plans to build its route from the airport to Disney. It's going to cost approximately $1 billion. Billion billion with a B. Wow. This tells me this is not going to be done for a while. No. No. This whole 2023 thing? No. No. Nope. So it kind of, it, it makes me kind of worry just a little bit. Here we are the start of 2022 and Disney's going to go, Magical Express is gone. Find your own way to get to the resort. It's crazy. I, I just, I'm trying to figure it out. And if it's going to take longer than 2023, which according to where they're at in finalizing plans. Yeah, we read an article a couple weeks ago. Remember that they still had a ton of bidding and stuff to do Yeah, vendors. So we're not talking 2023 here. We're talking 2025. At the minimum. Minimum. 2026. So you're going to go four years with no transportation possible for your guests from Orlando to to the resorts? I mean, that's that's kind of difficult to deal with. The late 2020s kind of weird it's interesting but uh we'll see what happens all right disney vacation club members you should be on the lookout for the latest edition of disney files magazine and or the member insider email to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the club there's a brand new experience available for members when visiting the parks with places to take selfies with exclusive digital stickers and a commemorative button. It's kind of nice. Lots of changes have been going on at the Walt Disney World Resort when it comes to the presidents and vice presidents of different things. Uh, Kartika Rodriguez has been named vice president of Epcot as the final step in Walt Disney World's a latest leadership change. Lots of moving pieces going on since some people have been, you know, kind of retiring, mm-hmm. going and doing other things. Magic Kingdom Vice President Jason Kirk was promoted to Senior Vice President of Resort Operations. Oh, that's cool. Yep. We found out that Sarah Riles is moving to Disney's Animal Kingdom VP position. So a lot of, a lot of different things there, too. Interesting. Moving people with my musical chairs with the executive positions. Were you going to say something about the Disney Files magazine for DVC members? um, I saw on Instagram, Brooke McDonald did the like selfie scavenger hunt and it Uh was really cool. Oh, really? She thought it was cool. Yeah. You get um, a pin when you, when you complete it. Oh, that's cool. Each park has their own pin. I like that. Like a button. Yeah. And that's the only way you can get that button is by completing it. Very, very cool. So if you remember last year when Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opened, was that 2020 or 2019? Was it last year? 2019. 2019. Yeah. I think. It was. It was 2019. Okay. Corrected myself. Feels like last year. (laughs) Considering We lost a whole year. Yeah, we lost a whole year there. So it still feels like last year. Okay, but you remember when it opened? Yeah. And... When Docking Bay 7 opened, mm-hmm. they had these little thing called sporks yeah. for people to eat their you know food with and everything. Right. And, you know, Disney cast members there at Docking Bay 7 would give that to them to eat. And you were supposed to turn it back in with your plate and everything else. They started disappearing quickly, real fast. <laughs> I mean, real fast was the crazy thing. Well, after a long time of waiting, guess what? Souvenir sporks are finally available to purchase a Docking Bay 7. They have returned! At Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. 
Apparently, they popped up on the menu back in February 2020, but they weren't in stock yet. Oh. And cast members didn't, you know, have an answer for anybody as to, well, when are they going to come in? I said, uh, we don't know. But then all of a sudden, you have the COVID shutdown and everything else. So maybe it just kind of went on the back burner or yeah. the manufacturer who was making them stopped manufacturing or yeah. doing whatever. I didn't see a price on how much these are going to cost. Did you? $10. Well, that's not bad. That's For just one. Spork and a bag. Spork and a bag. So if you're going to be visiting the Walt Disney World Resort and you're going over to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, let me know. <laughs> Jeff wants a spork. I want a spork. Um, I will send you the $10. Our dear, our dear sweet Jennifer will be there tomorrow. Jen's going to be there tomorrow. For a week. So For a whole week. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sending her $10. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Uh, I already found something. <laughs> Just like that. I want a spork. Yeah. So, if Jennifer, I know you're listening. <laughs> if they're still available. I, I'm kind of thinking they're going to go fast. Well, you can mobile order, so maybe she... You know, can just mobile order one without having to go eat or whatever. It's supposed to be on the menu. So, yeah, I want a spork. Okay. I don't know if I want to eat with it. I just want one. Well, we have Cokes from the first <laughs> yeah, cast member sure preview do, of Galaxy's yeah. Edge that are unopened. So That's true. Yeah. All right. This was interesting. There were some signs that were put up over Disney's Hollywood Studios uh, stating that parties should split up, limit themselves to four guests per physical distancing marker they were put up the day and then the day after they were taken down well when you and i were there it there is not much more room other than four people per marker yeah um after that and more people than that you start creeping into someone else's marker that's true that's a good point that is a very very good point so i know maybe they just didn't want to do it anymore i'm really not sure i don't know it's very interesting though there are two other things that I want to bring up. And I think we're probably going to do it after the break uh, because suspense. Uh, it, well, one has to do with fast passes. Okay. And the other thing has to do with some information that has come from the CDC, which I'm wondering how it would affect Walt Disney World. We'll talk about it after the break here on DW60. Tired of missing out on free dining and special park openings? Looking to keep your finger on the pulse of all things Disney? Well, we've got you covered. EarsAlert.com has up-to-date news, deals, and information from the very best Disney news sources. Visit EarsAlert.com and download our iOS or Android app to get immediate updates whenever a Disney news story breaks. Visit EarsAlert.com today. Be sure to check out www.dailynews.com. WDW Daily News provides articles and other information about the Walt Disney Company and more. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at WDW Daily News, a proud partner of Sorcerer Radio. Looking for some fun on Facebook with fellow Disney fans? Then you need to join the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. Fun Zone! The Fun Zone is an exclusive online gathering place where young and old alike can come and share their love of all things Disney in a family-friendly atmosphere. The Fun Zone will also be your place for exclusive downloads images, giveaways, and more. Join us online by going to Facebook.com and searching for Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. Fun Zone! That's the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone, part of Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next magically scented order. DW60 with Jeff Davis. There's a very powerful voice. Where it's coming from, we have no idea. On Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. DW60 here on Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long. SRSounds.com. Jeff and Nicole back with you. Join us as we take a deep dive every single week through Disney history with the parks, the rides, the movies, a whole lot more. It's the Diz His Show every Friday. 
1 p.m. Eastern here on Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Wonder what kind of show they got this week. I don't know. It's always something good. Um, last week, was it? Or the week before, it was Blue Bayou, which is one of my favorite restaurants at Disneyland. Oh, like, tell me about it. So, you know when you go through Pirates of the Caribbean, the first part you go through, like, well, in Disney World, it's like the storm. But in Disneyland, you go through, like, the New Orleans Bayou. Right. But um, it's similar to Grand Fiesta Tour, where you dr- you ride by the restaurant. So there's a restaurant inside Pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland. Kind of like how they do it with Mexico? Yeah. That's cool. But it's what, called the Blue Bayou. What do they serve? Um, Kind of... Tex-Mex? No. No? No. <laughs> no, it's like a... It's almost like a little fancier. I mean, that, that was just a guess. Yeah, not off the top of my head. No, it's like... New Orleans style? Yeah, kind of. Creole? A little bit. Cajun. Some, some Cajun? Um, but yeah, it's fancy. It's like, or it's a little fancier. A little fancier than even Epcot, Mexico? Yeah, it would be like, like La Cellier or like, you know, that fancy, but like Monsieur Paul or it's a, it's a table service, hmm. like need a reservation. People get engaged there type of restaurant. Price wise, what would you compare it to at Walt Disney World? Um, yeah, like a Monsieur Paul, maybe type of. I haven't been there. It's in France. Um, yeah, like a like a maybe twenties town square type of price point. Okay, like it's not it's not super expensive, but it is like a nicer restaurant. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yum. Couple things I wanted to cover real quick before Nicole has us some information she's going to pass on to you. I got some shopping news. So recently at the Magic Kingdom over at Space Mountain, the Fast Pass sign that you normally see where you says one size says standby, the other says Fast Pass Plus. Mm-hmm. But the time, you know, that you can go in and everything else, that was covered up or it was painted over or something. And then I heard that one other attraction over at the Animal Kingdom, I think it was Kilimanjaro Safari, that also had its Fast Pass sign covered up. Hmm. So I kind of wonder, is this about to start the change that we've been thinking has going to be happening for a while now, that FastPass Plus is going away? Or is it maybe because they're just not offering it right now? There may be a lot of new people visiting Walt Disney World, and they don't want those people to start questioning, hey, what's FastPass Plus? since it wasn't an option when they booked their vacation. How do I get a fast pass? I mean, it's only like two attractions, but what if it starts in other places? So a couple things. I think fast pass is coming back because when they made the announcement about the magic mobile, you know, barcode to scan from your phone instead of magic band, they mentioned fast pass. So I think it's coming back. Um, when I looked into this, when it was kind of around the interwebs earlier this week. Um, the sign at Space Mountain has been covered up since June. I don't know about Kilimanjaro Safaris, but for sure the one at Space Mountain has been covered up since June. So it's not new. It's like not newly covered. According to the articles I saw, it was new. It was brand new. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Well, I, maybe it might be recovered. Somebody, I saw um, a journalist, like not a blog or whatever, but a, a journalist post a picture that they had taken in June when the parks reopened uh-huh. and it was covered. Um, and then the third thing was they're still using those lines. And so, like you said, they don't want people to get confused. So they're still using them for um, the disability access service. They're still using them for um, rider swap or parents. Um, and then they're still using them for like VIP tours and Club 33 and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be the most plausible one where they just don't want people to be like, why are they in the fast pass line? And they're like, that's not a fast pass line. There's no sign that says fast pass. What are you talking about? No, makes sense. You know, it would confuse people. Yeah. I would be upset if it went away completely. Yes. I would be more upset if they're just changing the signage for whatever specific reason, because they're turning FastPass into a tier level. Like a paid have, system? Like a paid system. Yeah, yeah, I agree. To where the the 
name of it changes to include whatever it is that they may call that, you know, pay to play type of uh, fast pass dollar sign. Instead of fast <laughs> I guess pass it plus. could be. I don't know. He <laughs> changed the plus into a dollar sign yeah. or something. Fast. I, I, I don't know. Pass with dollar signs instead yeah, of passes. <laughs> could be. And that's what Disney sees when you do something like that is they see the money portion. I well, get it. They pay for Express Pass at Universal. They do. Nobody but likes it. That's the thing is like there's one side that says, Well, everywhere everywhere else makes you pay for it, so why wouldn't Disney? And then the other side of it is everywhere else makes you pay for it except Disney. That's what makes it like such a perk but at the same time everybody else does it but disney because disney's already charging you enough right as it is for resorts tickets resort parking when you stay at a resort and and i mean everything else so what it would just make sense i i don't want to fall into this whole conversation again of taking away what's complimentary well, yeah, you we know, talked for a Disney about it. vacation. You know? We talked about it with Magical Express. Yeah. You were paying for the Magical Express. Yeah. You're paying for your magic bands. You're paying for your fast pass. You know, it's yeah. just not itemized out. Yeah. But you are paying for it. Yeah. It's just not a separate fee. That's true. Man. I, I just don't want to fall into that category of, of having to pay for a fast pass. And the thing is, like, we don't want to pay for fast passes. But if they charge for fast passes we'd pay for it and that's that's how they get you we say this every time they raise prices and and people complain and we complain and whatever the only thing that will make them stop charging for things and stop charging for extra things and stop raising the prices is when people stop paying it and it's not going to happen i don't know if we would because maybe not all the time or for every ride or every day or well no i did because the thing is, is that, yes, we have fast passes available to us, but we don't always use them. No, we really don't. So, again, I don't know if I would pay for something. I don't know if I am or am not going to use because, you know, maybe we've done this in the past. Our minds change yeah. about something that we want to do. And we just, it's like that day in Animal Kingdom. Right, on our honeymoon. You know, it was a bad day of weather. We did exactly what we wanted to do. We had reservations at Yak and Yeti. And we just up and decided, yeah, we, I, we don't feel like being here anymore. We'd rather have a bison burger. Yeah. And so we changed everything. So I go and I pay for fast passes. Do I just make that decision just all of a sudden that I just don't want to be there and I want to go do something else when I paid for it? Yeah. It, or, it makes it different. You know, they say you can pay like, like the game tickets in Animal Kingdom. You pay this much money for pay $20 for five fast passes. Yeah. And... If you don't use them by the end of your trip, you know, either you can roll them onto a card or whatever for next time, (laughs) or you get the refund or whatever. Yeah. But, or they're, you can charge it to your room or something. And then per time you use it, but they don't charge you until you scan into the ride or something like that. Or, you know, you can book them, but you, you can't, you don't get charged until you scan in. I'm sorry. I still miss the old version of FastPass. Paper fast pass. Go up, you scan, you get your return time on a ticket, and you're good to go. I never did paper fast passes at Disney World. My very first year as an annual pass holder was Magic Bands. Mm-hmm. And I went before then, but I don't remember my paper fast passes in 2011. It was a great system. But I've used it in Disneyland. It was a great way to to do many attractions. The problem was, is people fi- figured out a way to cheat the system. Yeah. And Disney found out about it. And they're like, okay, well, then we'll change it to this. You know, tier I, levels. I remember in, we, last time I went to Disneyland with my whole family, like my parents and my brother, I, somehow my ticket had an extra, like, early magic hour. Yeah. There's their ticket package didn't or something. So I had all of their tickets and went into California Adventure and got paper fast passes for um, <laughs> cars and yeah. the ride was down and I couldn't get them. So oh, then no. I had to go back up to the gate when their like park time opened and like give them their ticket back so they could get into the park. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was going to like take all of our tickets, you know, and put them in the machine and get everyone a fast pass. Heck yeah. But um, I mean, it's stuff like that that's the reason it's not around anymore. But. <laughs> 
That's true. Yeah, the ride yeah. was down anyway, so karma got me in the end. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I just figure I, it was just interesting to see that stuff covered up and you could sit here and, and speculate as to what exactly it means as to why Disney is covering fast pass signs at certain attractions. Uh, hard to say. I think it's because they're not using them. You cover carts, Could be. food yeah. carts when you're not using them. You cover ride vehicles when they're not being used. We'll find out soon enough whenever Disney decides to clue us in. Let us know what's going to happen with fast pass. One other thing that I wanted to bring up real quick, and this is from the CDC. The CDC is reviewing a study on the recommendation for physical distancing to go from six feet to three feet. The study that came out of Massachusetts that caught their attention. Now, the study out of Massachusetts said that there is no, quote, no significant difference when it comes to physical distancing by three feet versus six feet. Hmm. They said the change in physical distancing is dependent on other mitigation measures such as masking. And so now the CDC is conducting their own you know, study to find out whether or not this is something that could actually happen. Hmm. And it kind of made me wonder would this be something that Disney might consider doing if it comes out from the CDC reducing it from 6 feet to 3 feet? Would it would it be useful to do so or would it be useful just to keep it the way it is? Uh, I think they would do it. You think so? They're, so part of me says they're using their own guidelines, right? Yeah. They're not going yeah. by everyone else's. Um, they're kind of going more than they need to. However, they would fit more people in the queues. Right. The right lines wouldn't look so long. Yep. But they'd have to go in and add like move all the stickers that they put They'd down. take up all the stickers yeah. and then put new stickers down. Yeah. The thing is, though, with with three feet, I mean, we, we have enough problems in queue lines right now of people who don't pay attention to the lines on the ground. Oh, yeah. And they still want to stand on top of you. What's three feet going to matter at that point? I... To where they're little, literally breathing down your neck again. In my life... I would prefer I, I I like a three feet bubble anyways. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if I'm in, in a queue line with somebody, I'm not standing less than three feet to them regardless. You know? I'm not standing more than like less than three feet to somebody. Or like, you know, I'm not it, gonna stand one foot behind the, or twelve inches behind the person in front of me. It reminds me of a saying from Sebastian of the Little Mermaid. You give them an inch, they'll swim all over you. I was like, the human world is a mess. <laughs> so you you give them three feet, yeah. they'll be all over you. I mean, it's supposed you to be know. six feet and it's three feet now, so... So three feet would turn into... Nothing. I can literally count the hairs on the back of your neck. <laughs> yeah, you're breathing on me. Yeah. I mean, I've always had this little personal bubble of mine. Right. But... I just, I just don't think Disney should adopt something like this because it's going to change the thinking of guests to where looks like three feet to me, but you're within arm's length. I mean, they can't you tell know. you. They can't tell what six feet is. You know what I'm saying? Though. Yeah, you that's get what, what I'm saying. saying. Three feet's going to be even worse. Yeah, and, and, and that means I think that's going to make it harder for cast members to try and get guests to comply yeah. with that type of distancing. I just don't, I, if, even if the study comes out to say, yes, you can do three feet, if I were Disney, and I understand the six feet causes the look of longer queue lines. I know mm-hmm. the six feet causes congestion in certain areas because the queue lines have to be extended out right. so much. But changing it to three feet, I just think would cause too many issues with continued physical distancing. That's what I'm saying. They, they could, but I don't know if they will. It I might don't be know. more trouble than it's worth. I think it would be. Because yeah. then what are they going to say after three feet? You can be a, a foot and a half from somebody. Yeah. And then they're going to have to. It's just. I think six feet forever. <laughs> Stay six feet away from me at all times. I mean, what, what are we What are we doing studies between six and three feet in anyway? I mean. I guess just to see the efficacy. Because people are tired of six feet. 
again, six tired. Feet. You can't breathe some down down six somebody's feet neck forever. Or I don't know, six Stay high. six feet away from me. Stay six feet out <laughs> forever. Especially in a hot queue line. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that Pirates of the Caribbean queue, where it's like damp and dark. What? Yeah, but I love that queue. I do, but it's it's just it's damp. It's it's the water. I know it's and supposed to be, but it's like. That's an interesting sound. I mean. <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> I want to play the sound effect that you hate, but I really hate it. Oh my! Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. In my headphones. <laughs> hey now! Stop it! I don't like it. I know. I know. All right. Tell him who it is. Oh, that was George Takei, uh, who is Sulu from Star Trek. I don't like it. I don't mind. It's not him. It's just something about that. Like, uh, I don't <laughs> He's like a great it. guy. He's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nails on a chalkboard. Like, it's just this involuntary, like, uh, uh. Uh. All right. That's all that I've got. What do you have? Uh, Some. <laughs> You're going to hate it. <laughs> I'm going to hate it. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> Six new, six, seven, seven, eight, eight new Starbucks tumblers launched on Chop Disney yesterday. Oh my goodness. I knew. I told you you're going to hate it. And the eight? Eight. Well, okay. I'm setting the rule now. Okay. Before, don't even start yet. Don't even start. If you want all eight tumblers. I don't. But if you do. Okay. You're going to have to throw away eight. I know. We've had to adopt a one in, one out policy. Yeah. So. We are out of cabinet space. <laughs> we really are. I had to get a water bottle before I went to work this week, yeah. earlier this week. And I was like on my, like crouched down in the kitchen, pulling like cups out of the, the <laughs> Just bottom to get one. shelf of the pantry, looking for a specific one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What you got? Oh, so eight new tumblers. So there is a, the tall, look, the, the venti, uh, clear Starbucks tumblers. There's one for Disney World and one for Disneyland. There's the new stain. Those are $24.99 each. The new stainless steel tumblers that are white with either um, the Disney World version is a blue lid, the blue straw, and the blue castle. The Disneyland version is stain- white stainless steel with pink lid, pink straw, and pink castle. Those are $29.99 each. And then they came out with ceramic um, co- like to-go coffee cups. And they had Disneyland... Epcot, Magic Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. So Animal Kingdom was the only one that was missing. But those look awesome. They have this like almost Mary Blair style Ooh, map cool. of the park. And I'm really hoping that they come out with mugs, like the coffee at home mugs in the same style. Really cool. So eight new mugs for your Starbucks mug Disney obsession pleasure. Here's the thing. And I want to know what other husbands and wives out there do (laughs) in this situation. I'm serious. Because Nicole and I have this, and I will admit this 100%. We both have an obsession with Disney coffee mugs. I mean, and it doesn't even have to be in the Disney parks. We can be at Marshall's. Okay. Yeah. Or Goodwill. Or Goodwill. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Not like this one right here, my yes. my Epcot Center one. I found a Goodwill. It is an awesome, like truly vintage, yes, iridescent, like metallic-y yeah, Epcot Center. No way I would drink out of this thing. No, no, it's it's too valuable. But I and I got it for like two dollars. Right, you were at work and yeah. you stopped by to like drop off donation or something. And yeah, you're like, look what I found. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> But ev- I mean, everywhere we go and we see a Disney coffee cup, we have this just urge. Yeah, like a, it's like a compulsion to take it to the register and take it home. But the problem is, and I don't know if anybody else has this issue. I find myself using the same coffee cup over and over again. Uh, see, but I have to have this other one. I don't. I use a different cup. You every do day. mix it up pretty well. And but then it creates a lot of dishes. Yeah. Whereas you yeah. have one cup, and it's not even a coffee cup it's not even a disney cup it's a stanley thermos cup like a drinking cup yeah that you drink your coffee out of 
every single day. Yeah, I've got one for at home, and I've got a different cup that I, from work that I brought home. But I'll take it back to work. Yeah, but it's usually at work. It's a military coffee cup, you know. But it's just a it's a that Stanley cup is great for coffee because it keeps it hot. It's like a Yeti. It's like stainless steel, but it's a like a drinking glass. Yeah, there's no top that goes on it or yeah. anything else, but it just keeps it nice and warm at a good temperature that I like to drink coffee. But I still have to have those Disney cups when I see them. How many do you think we have? So, a year ago, right before the world shut down, we threw away two and a half trash bags of mugs, of cups. Just cups in general. Yeah, not- just cup, not like necessarily coffee mugs, but just like cups that we had. I mean, we had to throw away some of our Disney Resort mugs. Yeah, we had a whole entire cabinet of them. They were just taking up way too much space. And we don't use them. No, we don't. We never use them. No. So I don't even know why we have as many as we do now. And then we started going through the Disney cups. We're like, eh, no, yeah, can't throw, can't these, throw out. these out. Yeah. So all the ones that really were just old, that didn't have Disney on them, we threw away. Yeah. But it's... It, it's that, but then you've also got those other type of cups that you like. The Starbucks ones? No, the white ones with the, the writing on them that you got on the wall. Oh, I have Ray Dunn mugs. Ray Dunn. Okay. I have. Yeah. Let's see. One, I probably two, have 15. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Is there four or three? There's like. I have between 12 and 15 of these mugs. Yeah. Yeah. And I never use them. No. Never. I use them every once in a while. But they were like a thing. Well, they still are for some people. They How does everybody thing. else mitigate if they're coffee mug lovers like us, mitigate using coffee cups or buying coffee cups, I should say. I feel like most people aren't struggling to Cabinet have, space. Yeah, have <laughs> their mug collection in 900 square feet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's a very good point. I didn't think was, about that. It was Tupperware. Yeah, You're like, yeah. we have too much Tupperware. I was like, no. Oh, no, it was Crock-Pots. Crock-Pots. We have too many Crock-Pots. We and have I said, three. No. We have three Crock-Pots. Yeah, they're all different sizes. That's true. And I'm like, no, but we just still. don't have enough space for the Crock-Pots. Well, we got the original one that I had, okay, which is a smaller version. Uh-huh. You bought, or no, we got two crock pots for the wedding. The wedding. We got one with Pixar on it. Uh-huh. And then we got another really nice one. It's got digital yeah, stuff from on it. Adriana and, and Jim. Yeah. I was at their house and they were like, You have a crock pot on your, on your registry? They're like, We have five <laughs> sitting in a box that somebody gave us. Like, there you Here go. Here is a crock pot. <laughs> so, yeah. I got three crock pots. So, yeah, too many crock pots for even one house. Not enough space. You know. What if we were to like host a Super Bowl party and you got to have one for cheese and you got to have one for chili and you got to, you know, there's just one for um, Velveeta dip. I mean, you got to have crockpots. Unless things change in this world, <laughs> we are not going to be having any type of a Super Bowl party whatsoever, except with just the two of us. <laughs> Which we still make way too much food. Oh, yeah. We always, even for uh, St. Patrick's Day the other day. Oh yeah! Earlier you, this you week, you even said you said you, I, I overdid it. I, I overdid had it. corned beef, red potatoes, boiled cabbage. Then I made I made from scratch the bread and the Guinness dipping sauce from yeah. Raglan Road. It was good. It was really good. It was really good. <laughs> but, I, but it was too much. Yeah, for just the two of us. <laughs> and you're like, I do this all the time, but I get it honest. Yes, my, my mother. <laughs> that is. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. We got birthdays and an email coming up right here on DW60. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the place where dreams come true. Moments last a lifetime and enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. That's the power of magic. To book your magical Walt Disney World vacation, call Storybook Destinations at 1-844-TO-STORY or visit storybookdestinations.com. 
All contests on the Sorcerer Radio Network are open to everyone who lives and works in our listening area, except for employees, air staff, web staff, and volunteers of Sorcerer Radio, their families, as well as employees and families of sponsors of both on-air and off-site promotions. Unless otherwise noted, certain additional rules may apply to all contests, and rules are subject to change. You must be at least 12 years of age to win, unless otherwise specified. Winners have no more than two weeks to claim their prize, unless otherwise specified. Winners are not eligible to win again for at least 30 days and cannot win the same prize twice. Proper identification is required to claim prizes. Winners are responsible for gratuities related to certain prize packages and any and all applicable state, local, and federal taxes incurred by accepting a prize. By accepting a prize, the winner agrees that the recorded voice or image and name may be used for promotional purposes and not as an endorsement of a product or business to complete the promotion. Good luck and thank you for listening to Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Visit dvc-rental.com. Save up to 60% on deluxe accommodations for more, click the banner at srsounds.com. DisneyLiveCams.com is the place that brings magic into your home via live video and web cameras. The staff at Disney Live Cams scours the internet for only the best live Disney feeds. Watch from the comfort of your home or workplace. Be sure to check out the Downtown Disney Cam every night for a wonderful view of Epcot's reflections of Earth. Feel free to enjoy the Disney Live Cams featured articles. Join the fun with our discussion boxes. And best of all, it's free. Visit DisneyLiveCams.com. Tell your friends and share the magic. DisneyLiveCams.com. A proud sponsor of Sorcerer Radio. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. From the top, top, of the world, it's DW60 with Jeff Davis. Check out the sound. You like this. Love the music. Great music. All the time. Everybody say SorcererRadio.srsounds.com. Welcome back to DW 60s Press Row. It's Jeff and Nicole here with you. Hello. So check this out. This next Tuesday, next week, we are going to start a brand new program on Sorcerer Radio, the main channel. It is called Walking with Walt. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Lots of W's in that. So, apparently, this is a program that a lot of the listeners have been asking for. Walking with Walt is going to be a one-hour program every Tuesday at 1 p.m. that will play only Disneyland and Disney California adventure music. People have been asking for this for a really long have time. Have they? Yes. Really? Yes. I did not know that. I had uh, no idea. Will used to have a Disneyland show Yeah. before he did Animation Courtyard, and it was super popular because besides... Disneyland Magic. Yes, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Um, there's a Disneyland Nighttime Spectacular show that I think plays Wednesday nights, maybe. I can't remember. Um, but there's not really a dedicated Disneyland or like West Coast Park hour and now there is now there is yeah interesting i did not know that a lot of people were were asking for that i we i just cannot wait for you to go to disneyland i know i know it's something you want me to do i get it i get it one email that we need to get to this week this is an interesting question Mm. all right we like those email says this hey jeff and nicole hello kim and i enjoyed the show last week Last week, you and Nicole discussed Walt Disney World moving everything to the app on your phone. From personal experience, my only concern about that would be what happens when your phone is lost or stolen like mine was a few years back. I wonder how quickly Walt Disney World would be able to react in the situation, room keys, etc. The reset, especially when the app is shared across multiple users in the family thanks that comes from mike and kim so i have a couple trains of thought with this um first your app has you sign in every time right usually by face id usually Mm -hmm. yeah so hopefully that would help or they wouldn't be able to get into your app um and i wonder i wonder i wonder if because so much will be tied to the app if 
the privileges that you give the app will allow Disney to find your phone. Oh, kind of like the find your phone app, you know, for iPhone. Right. For, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, because we know from Magic Bands that, I mean, and them loading pictures onto your account and everything, they know what ride vehicle you're in. They know when you're riding the attraction based on your Magic Band. So if your phone is now your Magic Band, you think maybe they'd be able to find your phone. You would think so. I think it's important in a situation where you're using your phone for so many different things for Disney Magic Mobile. Mm-hmm. I keep wanting to call it Mobile Magic. I have that problem. Reminds me of the Muppets Mobile Lab. Yeah. Mobile Magic. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important. There's also always the possibility you could lose your phone. Yes. Yeah. So your first initial reaction, go to guest relations. Yes, that's the first step. You know, let them know I've lost my phone. I've been using it to get into the parks. Mm-hmm. But I think also at the same time, and this is an option you can choose, not only use your phone to get into the parks and to get into your resort room, make sure to get a card as well. Yeah. To carry with you. The little magic band puck. Like we had ours on a keychain. Yeah. It might not be a bad idea just to have one. If you've got old ones, you can still use them for what? Up to two years? Three yeah, years? Something years, like that? Yeah. yeah. So if you still have that option, grab one of those magic bands, make sure all the information is on there, and just keep it in your bag just in case. Right. And I'm you know. sure that they will be able to either regenerate a new code for you if, if you feel like it's more compromised. So when I've worked in resorts before, when you make, you know, if you, the room keys, the little plastic room keys, when you make a new set of keys for a door, yeah, it cancels out. You can make a copy or you can make new ones. And if you make new ones, it turns off all the others. Yeah. Um, so they have that option too, where it makes sure that it, it locks everyone else out of the room. I think as long as you go to guest relations, you've got some form of ID, whether it, if you're military, your military ID, or just your regular driver's license, you take that with you up there to guest Passport, relations. Passport if you're international. Passport too. Disney is going to have your information there. They're ver- they will verify it is you. Mm-hmm. They'll give you a card right then and there to where you can still keep doing everything else. But what's going to be key is for you to stick around in that park the entire day wait till around closing time when they start to gather everything from lost and found and see if your phone has popped up and, and lost and found somewhere they're really good at that they are like, pretty good really at really yeah. good at finding lost things and you hope if it's a guest who finds your phone that they're honest enough to turn it into a cast member and say here i found this yeah i mean we've found stuff before and i mean you know, but we're the also like, what are we going to do with it? Uh, yeah, that's you true. Turn it back in. Here, take this. Yeah. Somebody lost it. And usually if you lost it in a certain area, I think the cast member will hold on to it in that area for a certain amount of time. For you to come back. For you to come back. And just in case you ask, you know. Or like somebody will hold on to it and they'll tell guest services like, hey, I have this phone. This is what it looks like. And I'm in Interventions West It'll be here for the next 30 minutes. So if someone, if you were to go to guest relations and say, hey, I lost this over here, they say, oh, okay, we know that they already have it. Go find this person. As much as we use our mobile devices, it's not going to take very long for you to remember, oh my gosh, I don't have my phone. Yeah. Yep. Unless you do like I did one time with Nicole and she left her phone sitting on the table at a restaurant. Yeah. And we got all the way to the car. No, we got home. Oh, we got home. That's right. Because I was driving. So I'm like, I don't know. I've yeah, been, she wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I noticed it was still sitting there. So I just slipped it into my pocket. Didn't say a thing. And she's like, oh my gosh, where's my phone? I'm like, oh, here it is. And I was like, oh, I think I left it at the restaurant. You're like, no, you left so, it on the table. Right so here. if you have a husband or a wife playing a <laughs> little game with you. Uh, <laughs> or one that's forgetful. <laughs> yeah. Absent-minded. It happens. But that's, that's a really good question. It is. And I think that is uh, definitely something that's going to be coming up for Disney to answer uh, in a situation like that. If you were to lose your mobile device and if you lose it, if it dies, it gets stolen, like you will not be the first person in that situation. Oh, no, no, not at all. And they will have a system in place. Absolutely. Absolutely. One hundred percent. That's a fantastic uh, question. And uh, thanks for sending it in. We really, really appreciate that. Let's do birthdays. All right, this birthday email says the following. Hello, Jeff and Nicole. Hello. I hope this finds you lovebirds doing well. 
<laughs> yes, we are. My daughters and I would love if you could wish my husband, Jason, the happiest of birthdays. His birthday is Friday, March the 19th. Today! That's, that's today. <laughs> today, Junior. And we would love a uh, heck yeah in honor of Jason's birthday. We are big SR fans and listen weekly to your show. Sometimes we listen more than once. Thanks. I love that. I love Thank it. you. Our daughters, Ellie and Nora, love your show and wanted you to know their dad's favorites. So here we go with Jason's favorites. Sound off. All right. Jason's favorite attraction is the Haunted Mansion. That's a good one. That's a good one. His favorite snack is the sweet and spicy chicken waffle sandwich from Sleepy Hollow. So good. Wow. Hello. Yeah. Whenever time I get my Nutella waffle, you got to get a chicken one. (laughs) And I love this. His favorite resort is the Wilderness Lodge. That's a good one. Hello. Good choice. Good choice. We are counting down the days to our next visit this summer. I can't wait to see Jason spinning in a teacup with our girls. Cute. Thanks, Jeff and Nicole. That is from Natalie in Columbia, Missouri. Every week we're like, dang, I got to get the map up. Every time someone says where they're from. Every time. Every time. We're doing it this weekend. We're going to do it. Okay. So first of all, for Jason, this is for you. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I got to give you a ding for all of those fantastic things you just mentioned. Uh, wonderful. And of course, for Jason. Sparkles. Sparkles. Boondabar. Nice job, dude. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, nice wife and girls writing in saying happy birthday to you. Isn't that the truth? Okay, remember last week, I asked if people wanted to, they could start sending us birthday voice memos into the show? Yes. Somebody sent in a voice memo. Yay! It's really good. Here it is for you guys. Hey, Jeff and Nicole, this is Stephen and Alex checking in from Knoxville, Tennessee. I would like to wish my wife, Vicki, and my mom a very happy birthday. She loves herself some make-your-own-rice-krispie treats. She also loves Yak and Yeti, and she also loves Jico. Her favorite park is Epcot, and her favorite place in Epcot is Morocco. We love you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Have a magical day. I love it. Yay! (laughs) Happy birthday to you. Heck yeah. You get a heck yeah, too. Some sparkles. Oh, sparkles. Give that mama some sparkles. Got that ding, too. Oh, my goodness. Great. Thank you so much for your voice memo for your, for your wife's birthday. That that's is awesome. fantastic. Thank you so much. See, that's what I'm talking about, folks. Isn't that cool? That is very cool. I want more of those. Oh, that was awesome. Keep sending me, you know, birthday emails. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Totally fine. But, hey, if you want to make it extra magical, send in a birthday voice message for your friend, your wife, your husband, your son, your daughter, whatever. Your mama. Your mama. Your daddy. (laughs) Whatever it may be. All you have to do, send your emails and your voice memos to dw60 at srsounds.com. Real simple and real easy. Especially especially if the the kids are involved like theirs was. That was very cool. So get your kids involved, you know, get creative with it. No more than a minute. We ask you to keep it just under a minute, but that was perfect. I mean, they did a fantastic job for their very first one. And again, thank you so much. So for everybody celebrating a birthday this week, this message is for you. Hiya, pals. We heard it was somebody's birthday. Oh, Nikki, I love birthdays. Me too. <laughs> and guess what? Donald and Daisy brought a special cake for you. Oh, great idea, Donald. Ready, everyone? On the count of three. One, two, three. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy, happy birthday to you! Okay, pal, make a special wish and blow out the candle. 
Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Switzerland Radio, srsounds.com. All right, so real quick, we appreciate you listening to the show. Make sure you catch the replay tonight on Sorcerer Radio at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, in case you didn't catch all of it today. How can everybody find us on social media? They can find us on Facebook, DW60 Press for a Facebook page. We are also in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone on Facebook and in the Sorcerer Radio Discord page, which I had um, a couple of friends reach out this week. They said, Nicole, how can we get in the Discord? We hear you guys talking about it. We want to be in there to, to chat and hang out with DW60 on Friday mornings. And I can send you a link. So send us a message, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. I'll get you a link to the Discord, get you an invite. Um, and then speaking of Instagram, we're on Instagram at DW60 Press Row. And we post a little fun behind the scenes. We post some like pictures from our trips and all kinds of fun stuff. So those are the, those are the best places. And then, of course, our email. So DW60 at srsounds.com. If you want to send us a question, if you want to tell us. Um, how great we are. If you, want, if you want to send a birthday email, all of the above, yeah. we'll take it. DW60 at srsounds.com. And for those of you listening to the podcast, we appreciate you guys listening and telling your friends about it and subscribing. Also leaving us those five-star reviews over on Apple. Remember, the more reviews we get, the better it is for the podcast to get out to other people to check out what we're talking about here on Sorcerer Radio. Definitely appreciate all of that and uh, lots of different platforms to choose from when it comes to listening to the show. Anything else? Um, yes. Yeah, well, I was going to say some friends this week. Um, I had two messages actually this past week saying, I didn't know there was a podcast. So if you missed a show Friday mornings, um, you can go Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, pretty much anywhere. Um, Pandora, anywhere that you stream music, you can stream DW60's Press Road Podcast. Absolutely. The only thing we're missing or next is Amazon Music. We're working on it. We're, we're working, working on, on it. it. All right. Until next time, this is Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long. SRSounds.com. And have a hot dog day. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Now we got ears, it's time for cheers. Hot dog, hot dog, no problem solved. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. What a hot dog day. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. It's a brand new day, what you're waiting for? Get up, stretch out, stop on the floor. Hot dog, hot dog. We're splitting the scene, we're full of beans. So long for now from Mickey Mouse. The Mickey Mouse. Thanks for stopping by.